Welcome back to the Travis Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And in this week's episode, we are no longer overseas. We are in the great state of New York, and we will tell you all about that transition because healthcare traveling can be crazy, my friends. It is cray cray, y'all. Okay, I'm like absolutely humiliated. What, like the cray cray, y'all? You can tell I haven't been on the mic in a second. Like I was like, I feel like I was like trying to get in there or something and like it just came off like really awkward. It felt awkward. Like I felt cringe saying it. And it was like but I right, couldn't stop myself. Right when you said it in our new apartment, like literally the clouds parted from the sun and it hit you and you're like, cray cray, y'all. Yeah, that was really uncomfortable. Yeah. I think one thing is, um well, hello. Welcome back to yeah, the who podcast. Are we? We're Kim and Aaron. We are your hosts, we're healthcare travelers. And it has been this crazy journey the last couple of weeks. We haven't done like an actual live or in real time podcast in a month because we had recorded the last couple of weeks in Bali, like before we started traveling home. So right now, which we're going to get into in the episode, but we're in uh, New York and our new apartment, our new studio or Trump says studio. And the sun is literally pelting. (laughs) We have no blinds on our windows. It no. is so freaking hot. And we had to turn off because we have like a portable air condition that's like in the wall, like hotel style. Old school, yeah. And like, so we had to turn it off because it's just like, Yeah. So I'm sitting here. It is so hot. I'm in my sweatpants. And like. Yeah, why are you in sweatpants? I, I think I'm going to take them off and do this like basically in my underwear or nice. naked maybe. Nice. Um, something I've been pondering for the last few moments, but I think that's also why I kind of like, it felt like I, uh, like hot, not hot wired, but what is it? Like circuited. Short circuited. Short circuited when I said it's cray cray. Okay. So there you go. Okay. All right. Did you have anything you wanted to say before we got in the show? Well, you know, uh, I do. Thank you for asking. I'm hosting (laughs) right now. Oh, that would be fun. We should do like a. So you're my guest. Okay. Every week. Perfect. Okay. Just ask me about myself and I can like just talk about Oh, me. you would love that. That's what I love mm-hmm. to do, my favorite topic. Uh, so, like I said, we it's been like a few weeks since we've actually been on the mic. So thank you for being patient with us as we get our bearings back here. But um, if you want to follow us in real time, so we've been doing this whole like vlog we're calling it a vlog series, but it's basically like Instagram reels where we've been sharing this whole journey of us starting in Bali, trying to find a contract, all like the whole process of basically what's gotten us here now in Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like the whole thing. So we've been, we haven't been posting daily, but just kind of like as it comes. So you can follow that whole vlog series. And then also it, it's a really like kind of like behind the scenes of, of, in a minute and a half videos. And quick to the point videos of the process of all of the things. So you can follow along on our Instagram and also our stories, like to keep up in real time with us if you want to do that. I will <laughs> like, say, if you care. something I am proud about this is uh, we are now TikTokers. Um, we found our, we're, we're throwing these on TikTok as well. So I mean, if, we're like not consistent. We're Every day since we're like, hey, we should put these up on TikTok, I've been posting a vlog per day. Okay. Well, excuse me. And we're, excuse you me. know, we're backlogged. So we were <laughs> basically, yeah, like two vlogs on we there. were like, hey, we should throw these up on TikTok. So now like they're coming 
what do you call it? Like, they've already been done, right? But, like... From the past. So, if you're watching on Instagram, you're way ahead. Okay. All right. You're in charge of the talk, so I'm just kind of rolling with it. Yeah. So, anyways, you can follow us both there, Instagram and the talk, apparently, at Kim and Aaron. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. I feel like I have, like, no idea what I'm doing. Okay, so in this episode, we really want to talk about just, like, the crazy freaking lifestyle of being a traveler. Like, it has been a whirlwind, a whirlwind since the last time you heard from us on the mic when we were in Bali. I don't even know how we left off there. I think we were about to start, like, your Bobby's Bougie Bonanza home. We were. And that feels like a lifetime ago. We even did that? I don't remember. Jeez. Yeah. And and just and now, like I said, we're in Poughkeepsie, New York. And, you know, Aaron's about to start a new contract next week. And it's just, I don't know. Like, we always talk about this lifestyle. And it is crazy. And there's a lot of decisions to be made and a lot of moving parts. And, you know, there's a lot going on just to kind of get where you're going and get settled. And it's always been like that, right? But... I don't know if it's because we've been out of the game for a minute because we were traveling for like four months or like what, but well, this one in particular, I feel like my head is spinning like the exercise. Well, and I think that's the caveat, right? Like our personally, Kim and Aaron's crazy lifestyle as a healthcare traveler kind of deal, right? Because I feel like if you're bouncing contract to contract, you're kind of in the groove, you have your flow, like you're not literally five months outside the country then coming home and home is not you know normal for us and then being like where do we go from here and like that whole process of just reacclimating back to the united states that culture shock and then figuring out where we're going and then figuring out our shit that we've had scattered at different people's houses and then how do we collect it all and go with the housing with the everything we're going to get into that's what's been crazy for us I think because of the fact that we were five months off outside the country. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too, is like we flew back from Asia. We had this incredible experience coming home, like flying business class and just, we stopped in San Francisco and stayed at one of our favorite hotels that looked over the SFO runway and had dinner in this city with one of our friends. Shout out Jonathan Pierre. What's up? Mid travel hub. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, and then came home. Like, it was an amazing trip home, but it was still a long trip home. And then you get, we took a red eye from San Francisco, landed on Aaron's 40th birthday uh, in Orlando at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. right? So we're really, we're exhausted. We didn't sleep. We thought we were going to sleep on the plane. We literally slept for two seconds, Party not even. We, too much. We partied hard. Like, <laughs> I know. I didn't even have, like, a drink, like, on the plane, no. You did. But, like, we were supposed to... So, he... Aaron turned 40 in the air at, at midnight. So, the whole plan was, like, we were going to have... I was going to have a glass of wine or champagne or something, and you had pre-ordered, like, a co- a whiskey drink. Mm-hmm. And we were going to, like, do a cheers in the air, and I had this special birthday video to share with Aaron. It was, like, this whole thing, and then we were going to go to sleep. Right. That was the plan. And we were going to wake up refreshed on Aaron's <laughs> birthday, ready to hit the ground and, like, see your family and do all the birthday things. The reality was I was like hungover already from like from dinner. Yeah. And like we we went I took Aaron to get an Irish whiskey. Oh yeah. 
Oh my god! What an amazing day! Like an authentic Irish whiskey from the like oldest and most prolific Irish whiskey place. What in the country? That's what we think. Yeah, that's what we say. It's in San Fran. That's what it said on the wall, so we'll yeah. believe it. And on the Googles. On the Googles. But like we started, we had some oysters and wine, and then I took Aaron to go have this Irish whiskey because he loves that. And I knew of this place I had actually been. And I'm like, how have I had an Irish whiskey, which I don't even like whiskey? And you've never gone. Not to mention so, I've never gone there, but I've never had an Irish whiskey before. Which was... Freaking well, okay, Irish whiskey. That's not what it's called. Irish coffee. Oh, Irish coffee. Yeah, why are we saying Because Irish yeah, whiskey yeah. is Irish whiskey. Yeah. Irish coffee. Yeah. And that was disturbing. Like, that you... <laughs> right? It was, like, so confusing. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to surprise Aaron. We're, I'm going to take him here. And, and then we went to dinner, and we had drinks there. And we had such an amazing day. But then we had to, like, board of... Instead of, like, going home and going to sleep, like right. we normally would, we boarded a flight... To go home. Not to mention, we were having so much fun at dinner and having drinks at dinner and, and conversation. And we looked down at the clock and we're like, we're in the city and have to get to Burlingame. We have to get back to our hotel, change our clothes, gather our luggage, and get to the airport. And we were already 30 minutes behind schedule and we had to get a lift. And so it was like this mad dash to the airport. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah we did not give ourselves enough we time. We did have enough time for one drink at the bar. Oh my God, that's right. Oh my God. Okay. So by the time I got on the flight and we were supposed to like have a midnight cocktail, I was like... Schnockered. Yeah. We were like hungover, I kind of felt like, right? Yeah. Like that feeling kicks in. You're like, oh, like I'm tired. Like I wanted to just crawl in my bed, but I'm like crawled up in a plane seat, whatever. Yeah. So long story long, we get home <laughs> and, you know, all you want, right? After, after a trip like that and you're tired and all the things, like you want to roll your luggage into like your place and it's quiet and you have your bed and you take a shower you throw your laundry and you crawl into bed like maybe you stop at the grocery store and get a couple of things so you have some snacks and like all those things like most people experience when they get home from quote unquote a vacation right or time away we don't have that no. most of us as travelers don't have that because our home is like wherever we are at the time right like right now our home's Poughkeepsie right our home was in Bali while we were there. So we go to a hotel because <laughs> basically like our tax home, like our home, you know, like quote unquote home tax home is my sister's house now, my sister's house in um, St. John's. And we have a room there and all of the things, but like A, she has like a zillion children. <laughs> B, there's a, always a million things going on there. Like my, you know, love my nieces and nephews, but my nephew's running in butt naked, jumping on the bed while Aaron's taking a nap. Like, you know, and like, and when we are at your mom's in uh, Orlando, we have to stay in a hotel because there's nowhere for us to sleep. No, because my mom lives with my 91-year-old grandparents, <laughs> my sister's three kids, her, my sister, and her boyfriend in yeah. a three-bedroom house. Oh my God. So, yeah. So like, right. So there's not just this place we can roll up to and just totally fucking chill. It really, felt, it really felt like we were rolling into another country again. Well, we were, but like, well, yeah. it, it's our home, but it felt like it, cause we bought, we went to a holiday inn Ugh. and we stayed there. And then on top of that, I didn't even know this, but Kim had planned a surprise birthday party the next day in St. Augustine with all of my friends that I grew up with, which was absolutely amazing. But we had literally, right before the big surprise moment, we were like, we should just go back to the hotel because we were in another hotel. So now we've transitioned out of the one with my mom. 
went to St. Augustine, checked into another hotel, got back into our suitcases, and then went out, and then left there, and had to go to an Airbnb. I, yeah. And then that Airbnb was full, and so we went back to... Well, we went to my sister's, yeah. and we stayed there for a few days, and, and that was fine, but like... Yeah, it's like we we've been living in a hotel or like, you know, basically a hotel in Bali. We were stable for a little bit in the villa, but, you know, we've been living in hotels since April. Right. So like for four months, like we've been in hotels and I I love a good hotel. Love it. I love a hotel stay. I love going out to eat. I love all of the things. That's like the fun part about traveling. But you get to that point where you're like, fuck, like. I don't want to be in a hotel. I don't want a continental breakfast. Like, I just want to be in my own space. And mm-hmm. so I think, again, that was like when we when we got home and landed, all of that, we were just so mentally drained that we were just like, I wish we just had our own house, our own space. We could pick up our dog, crawl into our own bed. But that wasn't the case. So we, we crawled into the Holiday Inn bed. Yeah. And... Again, we we didn't know at this point where we were going. where we were even going yeah. contract wise. So it was like coming home. Where are we going? We knew we had to gear up for that, and that's the thing with traveling is like we always say, you know, and, and what we love about it is there's so much freedom and flexibility. You can be in Bali, pick up a contract, and come home and get to your contract and start working. Like that's the truth. That that is the reality. That is what happens, but. The, the the real reality of that is there are many steps that it takes to get there, right? So knowing that all of that laid ahead of us, right? Of not only do we have to find the contract, but you know, going through the whole, we have to find housing. Is it furnished? Is it not? What do we need to bring? Do we need to go to storage? Do we not? Where like is our stuff right now? Cause like some of like my suitcases at my sister's, some of our stuff was at your mom's house. Some of our stuff was in storage. like. Our shit was scattered all over the place. So yeah. there's so there were so many moving parts that we knew we had to gear up to like show up and like figure out these next steps. But we also didn't have a lot of energy left to give. No, right? and, like, I, and I think again, like I have to, I, I have to caveat this because of the fact that like, let's say that somebody has never traveled before, never healthcare traveled, ever. And they're listening to this particular podcast. Okay, boobs are out. I'm so it's, hot. It's happening I'm while I'm speaking. So I can't. Hot. I'm giving a little Okay, it's just turned into like a sex <laughs> podcast. Like sweating. <laughs> anyway. Let's um, take a pause. Back to what I was saying. If somebody's listening to this and I'm talking to you, Book, um, never traveled before and they're hearing all of this about this craziness. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a pause for a I have to t- I'm sorry, I have to take off my sweatpants. Keep going. Anyway, they would be like, uh, okay, is this, is this the real life? Is this what goes on? Right? And it's, the fact is, is if you travel, I'm going to start to say, we used to say we're going to travel the Tim and Finn way. Now I'm just going to start traveling the Joe and Sarah way, where it was like Joe and Sarah came, they, they travel, they go hardcore, they come back, they have their contract lined up, right? We didn't know when we were coming home. We had no idea. So to say like, oh yeah, we're going to travel for this amount of time. And then we know when we come home, we're going to go to X, Y, and Z. Right. right? Which we've done that before too. Which we've done that before, but we didn't do that this time. So it was a lot more chaotic. It's not always like this. Right. And, okay. So, okay, yes. It's not always that chaotic, 
But I think my my point was, yes, we feel like it's been chaos for us because we feel like our brains are spinning. Fun chaos. Yeah, it's fun chaos. But also, like, you know, we have a million things to do with Travcest and yeah. building our website and all the things with that in our backpack. We want to start planning our next Travcest trip. Uh, P.S. We yeah. want to we do Patagonia. So it's like starting to plan that. And then we want to start kind of uh, not reshaping, but like doing more interviews on this podcast. So like there's all these other, like a whole other bucket of things too that are on our mind, right? Of things that we need to do. We want to relaunch Traveler School because we've, you know, updated all the things and like added so much to the course. So it's like we got we to gotta create a launch for that. So there's just like our, I feel like for us especially, and I know everyone has their own stuff going on, but it's like we, we're focusing on getting home, finding a job, the chaos of it all, getting to where we're going, plus putting all the other things on a back burner that we know need our attention, but we just like don't have the time for the space. All that being said, I think it was just the point of as a traveler, just knowing that there are always multiple steps to get to where you're going. It's we love this life. We've been doing it for 10 years, which today is actually our 10-year anniversary. Today is our 10-year anniversary. Like, it's insane. Well, let's let's yeah. put a pin in that. We'll, let's, we'll do an episode, I think, just on that. Yeah. So, I think that's a great episode. That will come out the day I start work. Okay. So, we'll we'll talk about the 10. Yeah, today's literally our 10-year anniversary. We so, pulled out of Jacksonville. It's so weird. Um, but... Yeah, that's why we've been doing it for 10 years because, you know, we love it. But it doesn't mean that sometimes, man, it's just like it can feel like a lot. Totally. It can feel like a lot of steps to get you where you need to be. And it, it's it's very expensive. So let's let's take it. Let's take it back. Okay. Okay. So do you so you got a So Aaron had an interview. Oh, my God. So that's funny because we already told the story of how we got off the plane at 7 a.m. in Orlando, literally dazed and confused, half drunk probably still. Uh. Um, and my mom's there, and she's like so excited to see us. We get to see Mimi for the first time in five months, mm. four months, which was amazing. Yeah. But then it was like, you know, right into the house where they had stuff planned for me for my 40th birthday. They're fresh as a daisy. Fresh, ready to go. And we're, we're just like all like, ratchet. We literally realized that we had, at one point, it was 1 p.m. and Kim's sitting there and we're trying to show pictures of our trip and she's just like, I have to go. Like, and I realized we had been awake for 36 hours. It, it was just crazy. So we finally like call it that night. Um, we go home, we take a nap, we come back for dinner, then we leave again and go to sleep. We wake up the next morning and I'm catching up on some phone calls and I get an interview. They just call me out of the blue. Like I see New York on there. I'm like, uh oh. So I click on it. Sure enough, interview. And so now I'm pretty much not all there. Uh, this was the day after that my birthday, <laughs> first day back, like first time, like getting like a good night's sleep in a, in a couple days. And I don't know. It was just nuts. Well, and it's just like the, the thing with an interview too is when you, it's like game on, right? And like you, you know, the thing with interviews is most of the time you don't get up. We're going to call you at three o'clock, right? So you have time to prepare. Like they just call you whenever and you want to pick up that phone call. So we knew that he was put in for this Poughkeepsie job. Therefore, when you see the number call, you want to answer it. Mm -hmm. But then it's also, we've been out of the game for a minute and it's like, you know, you were like FaceTiming a friend and all that, like to switch into interview mode of like, wait, what, 
wait, what and questions I'm exhausted do I What still. do I want to ask? What do I need to know? What's important here? It's kind of like you just jump into it and it's like, oh shit, like yeah. here we go, right? I mean, obviously I did good enough on the interview that they extended me the offer before we even got off the phone. And they said that they're in desperate need of a sonographer. So like that was the almost yeah. landed Kim a job from that interview as well. Um, but then I got off the phone and realized I didn't ask half the questions I normally do. Kim was like, what are your hours? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, who do you like? How many people work in the department? I was like, I don't know. And like, I'm like, I, did you even have an interview? <laughs> like, wait, wait, were you sleeping? Like. You literally knew nothing about the job. You were like, but I really liked her. Seems like a great fit. Uh, and they're looking for a stenographer. And I'm like, cool. But like, what else? Like, w- like yeah, what are what are you going to be doing? Like, is there a neuro? Is there a cardiac? Like, it was just, you were like. I didn't know that. I know, I know. But you said that was like the worst interview in 10 years you've ever done. Like, for you, obviously, you were still amazing because you're just awesome on your own. But like, as far as asking the questions like you weren't your normal like turned on self where you like no and the funny thing is is like it's so innate for me to ask these questions i just don't think i had the brain capacity to remember what she said yeah because well, you said like, it seemed like a good fit <laughs> yeah we had an, an amazing conversation it was just basically us talking yeah which is so funny because you know we're so big on interviews and asking the questions and making sure it's such a great fit and like because that's always how we've gone about it. And I think it's one reason why we haven't walked into too many situations where we've been like, oh, whoa, this was not what I was expecting, right? Because we freaking nail these interviews where we know the questions we want to ask. Like, to get the information to know when you say it's a good fit, like, why? Well, right? I, I will say to my defense, literally not 10 minutes before that phone call came through, Kim and I were sitting at breakfast a great continental breakfast in the hotel and Kim was eating her oatmeal and literally was just like I just want to freaking know where we're going and like we were having that feeling of just like man wouldn't it be different if we're going to St. Augustine to like celebrate my birthday and we just knew where we were going and like we had just said that and I was like listen I gotta go call one of my buddies he called me for my birthday I want to go check in with him and that's when the call came in yeah so just to see that I was on the phone and Kim and I were really excited about the Poughkeepsie uh, job and the hospital and the fact that there was a possible contract for Kim as well, that literally I was just like, I want this job because I just want to know where I'm going that I left out all the other stuff. Well, right. I think that's, we were, we just wanted to be settled so bad and just know so bad that I think like that kind of played into it. Also, like if you were following along on our vlog series, Maybe we had even talked about it on the podcast last time. I can't remember, but we really wanted to go to Colorado. And as we know, like that didn't work out. And I said either Colorado or like New England, like that was the vibe I was getting. And we're in, we're like an hour and a half outside New York city in the Hudson Valley, not necessarily New England, but close enough. It's like right on the border. So you have like the fall foliage, you have all the fall vibes. We're close to the city. We have hiking, mountains around. I have family around. It was like it, the area itself and the fact that it was right up the East Coast. Because I think, so it was easy, right, to get here. It just like the whole area just felt right the minute she said like Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of jobs in like California and on the West Coast. And we love the West Coast. 
But we were just like, after all of that, the thought of loading up and driving across the country, it just, it felt so crazy. Yeah. So when, when this opportunity came up and it was a direct contract, which means like the chances of Aaron interviewing and getting an offer or getting an interview in general are super high. Mm -hmm. It was just like, and they need ultrasound. It just felt right. Totally. Like we got to jump on it. Which is why I interviewed like shit. Which is why you literally didn't ask one question. I say I interviewed the Aaron and Kim way like shit. I, I obviously interviewed enough to get an offer extended yeah, of on the phone call. Right. And for us too, and again, I think we had already kind of talked about it, but we both really wanted to work this time. That was something that was important to us because we really, especially, I think even just cemented it even more now, of like coming home after being in Asia for, you know, or traveling for four months of like, we, and we've said this before, right? It was never the right time. But we feel like now, like, we really are in the time of wanting to get prepared, right? Not necessarily in, like, in this very moment, this is what we want to do. But we want to prepare to really have a place of our own. Yeah. Like, and, you know, to be able to rent it out when we're not there and, and that whole thing, like, as an investment property for, but also... Slash a, a place for us to land. To put our stuff and, like, come home from traveling and just be like, cool, like, we're going here for a few weeks to decompress and then we'll kind of go from there. Well, and that, that that's really, this time, really cemented it. Because if we, if we could come back into our own house with our own smells, our own candles... Our own coffee, our own showers, our own bed. Like, it would have been life-changing. Yeah. In that moment. And then still be close enough to go catch up with family and friends, see them for a little bit, pick up our dog, and gone. Right. So, that's something that's super important to us. And so, we both want to work, even though, you know, with all the other things we... like. Because honestly, it's like what we do with like Travsas and like building like our community and brand and all the things that we have and want to do with that. It really is like a full time thing. Like, oh, it's not really is. It is. It is. Right. And so for us, it works better with one of us working and the other one's home. It just makes sense for us. Like, but in this case, like we really went back and forth about it and we're like, listen, we can totally do it. We're just going to get into a hustle mode, get into a beast mode because with both of us working, right? We're all about setting goals and intentions and knowing your why, right? With both of us working, we will be able to save a shit ton of money and we'll be able to reach that goal of wanting to like buy our own place and buy our first, well, not our first, I guess we already owned a home, but like <laughs> our, you know, in 10 years, right? our own place like we'll be able to do that so much faster and it's going to be a season of of hustle but i know that we can do it and so that was really important to us because with one of us working it will just take so much longer to reach that goal and so again like when the market shifts which hopefully it does because as we know housing is so expensive and all the things right now but at least we'll be in a position that we'll have our down payment we'll have everything we need that we can jump when we're ready Totally. So that was a tangent of just saying that like both of us getting a job was one of the number one things that we were looking for when trying to find this contract. And so when they said ultrasound, it was kind of like, okay, like let's go for it. It's going to work out. Totally. Fingers crossed. I still haven't received. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had an interview. Like they've been like blowing up the account manager at well, the hospital. Well, it's crazy because during the interview, my manager and I are which I think was the radiology manager, literally was like jumping up to go talk to the ultrasound manager the minute we got off the phone. She almost got off the phone with me early just so she could go tell her that you're a sonographer. 
So having that energy, I was like, oh, it's, it's guaranteed. But now that we're two weeks into that and we still haven't heard anything, I'm kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think it's going to work out and it's going to be the right time. Like somebody um, in our community on Instagram, her best friend happens to be the lead sonographer there. Yeah, totally like, crazy. hello. I mean, what a, what a beautiful small world yeah. we live in. And like, so there was things going on behind the scenes of like, she was off and the manager was off. So there's things going on. I do think that it will work out when it's the right time. I really feel that like, I'm obviously not starting next week, but I, I, I feel really positive that something's going to come through for me because it has to. Like, I just feel like that, right? So, anyway, so we took the job. Aaron took the job. And then it became our next step is finding housing, right? And, you know, long story short, if you want to follow the, like, you can go watch the vlogs. I'm not going to, like, rehash the whole thing. But it was just as we know like almost everywhere it just seems like the housing market has gotten so freaking crazy and expensive and we have found our own housing for 10 years like you know it's more work it's more effort it takes some time you got to dig all the things we're like we've always been able to find places easily totally and this time it just felt like this area in general is um a really hard like a challenging renters market because a lot of people are moving up from New York City. It's like a commuter town. Especially after COVID, they all moved to Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And this whole like area that we're in. So they said that the prices like went up so much from that. And then, you know, they're like, people don't want to do short-term rentals because, you know, they have people who are moving up who want a long-term rental. So why would they, it's more risky for them. It's more expensive for them to do short-term. And so why would they, especially with a short-term lease, you're going to be ending in the middle of winter. They're not going to find someone to move in. Right. So it was just like banging our heads against the wall, trying to find a place. Like it got to a point where I was like, shit, like, I don't know what right. we're going to do. Right. But it always works out. It we does. always, we always say that it might be, it might seem impossible in that moment, but we always know due to patterns, due to the fact that we've been doing this for 10 years and we've run across some some pretty difficult areas. Palm Springs was difficult. Um, San Diego was difficult. And, you know, we figured it out and, and it worked out. And so this time did because one, the travel community, again, is amazing. And it's, we're so blessed to have such amazing people like just on our socials that are just like, so excited to help and we I don't know I'm just beyond words of, of excited because that's how it worked out right somebody reached out and was like hey my best friend's a realtor in Poughkeepsie and you know we had been reaching out to realtors to see if they could work some magic and they knew something that we couldn't see on the Googles and come to find out her friend was listing her personal condo three minutes not three miles three minutes from the hospital yeah which is amazing and just to be close to the hospital for call and the winters and all of that and then she didn't want to do short term or a pet or a pet but because her friend you know was a friend of ours on instagram and kind of like you know she wanted to help right and so you know we went back and forth and, and she made it work for us and she gave us this opportunity and it, and it was like wow like it always works out like this was such like a miracle moment when it comes to like housing and just the community in general and it worked out but the 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 crazy part was yep. that 
without going into like a whole housing thing, but most of the time we'll, we'll always look to see is getting furnished better than non-furnished when it comes to finding our own housing. Nine times out of 10, it's, it's usually always cheaper to do unfurnished and rent furniture because like for instance, there's places on Airbnb fully furnished. You just roll up, walk in, everything set up, which is great. And honestly what we wanted after everything, but it was like $6,000 a month or some <laughs> bullshit. Like, yeah. It was like ridiculously I mean, expensive. I saw some on there for twenty thousand a month, like crazy, and it wasn't anything like a mansion. It was literally a normal like place, like cottage, yeah, like for twenty thousand a month. And we're like, you've got to be kidding! It was me. just so expensive, and so we're like, okay, Airbnb is not going to be the thing. I had even reached out to them. I said, we're healthcare travelers. We're going to be here long term. We're hoping to stay longer. We'll run through the the winter, like all my tricks. And like they would come down like a couple hundred dollars off six thousand. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that's not gonna work. So in this case, getting a place that was unfurnished was a hundred percent the move. So we figured that part out. Then we usually have never had any issues like renting furniture. Uh, we find a place like we, you know, we will Google local places that there's either a mom and pop place or we've done quartz furniture, we've done Aaron's furniture, we've done, you know a rena center like we've done we've done everything we we've, yeah. we've bought a couch and a bed from like a warehouse and like got sent that over we've done goodwill furniture and then just gave it back when we were done yeah like yeah. we've done we've pretty much done everything there is but we were like okay we'll rent furniture easy peasy i when i called to see like what we're gonna what was the delivery time they said it was going to be at least a month Right, which is crazy because because it's worked out for us so much in the past. I looked on the website and it said delivery time of five to seven days. So we basically delayed in Florida. We're like, let's just stay here for a little bit and then allow that since we know the place now, we, we have the place locked in. Let's stay for a couple days and allow the furniture to get there and we'll time it. So the day we go to move in, our furniture's there. Yeah. And so we were all excited about that. And Kim, so then I was like, oh, sweet. So what we'll do is since we have, um, we wanted to bring some of our stuff from storage and kind of make it really homey. And and I was like, let's uh, bring all of our kitchen stuff so we can cook. It'll be great. We'll just attach a hitch to the back of the Jeep and we'll take our stuff in like a trailer, right? We'll just rent a U-Haul little trailer, pull behind, and it'll be great. And then we'll be comfortable in the Jeep. Mimi will have her spot, it'll be great. So. We schedule that, we pay for it to put the hitch on the Jeep. I'm all excited about it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And Kim says, you know what? Let me just call this furniture rental place. She calls and they were like, we can't even begin to deliver until like middle of October. And we were like, holy crap. We would have been sitting in this place with nothing. Yeah, like it was- For months. It it was like, there was no way that was gonna work. So we're like, crap, like, this, like what I was not expecting that I was right. like okay a couple weeks worst case scenario maybe we get like an air mattress we kind of we you can kind of like schlep things together and make it work while you're waiting if there's like a week or two I mean two weeks is a really long time that's a long time anyways we're like uh no this is 100% gonna not work thank god I called which I usually do call anyways I think it's just good to talk to somebody don't do it over the on the internet like I like to talk to someone get an idea even with packages, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so we're like, well, now what, right? Because what the heck are we going to do? Now, granted, if we would have been like single or something, like if it was just me, 
I would have been like, whatever, I'll just get an air mattress and like a beanbag chair and like call a card table and like call it a day. Like, I feel like you can easily kind of piece things together, make it work. But like for two people where, I don't know, like, you and I aren't going to just like sit on a beanbag chair. No, and if you're also looking at it, I mean, one, you have to remember the Travcess bucket is always there. So we have other things that we have to do with that so like beanbag chair and not being comfortable and not being able to work yeah on that stuff yeah. it's not gonna work and also i just did turn 40 and and i like my bed well you know? right and like you're not we're not at a phase again like we've been doing this for 10 years right we've been scrappy we've slept on you know uh, air mattresses we've used bins well we use bins as like uh uh i mean dressers i say that but like right now our tv is sitting on Trav says backpack boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess we still do that. We still do. But I mean, you made me a pallet on the floor in St. Louis because our furniture didn't come. Yeah. Like, we've been scrappy and we still are in some way, but we're also in a phase of, like, listen, like, I'm going to be comfortable. Like, we're old. Like, <laughs> especially, especially coming from the four months of travel and, like, the hotels. Yeah. And so, so good. So, basically, we had. You know, in, in Atlanta, we had bought a couch, we had bought a bed, we had bought those things because back then, if you're a listener of the podcast, I'm, I, we've talked about it then, but we were like wanting to buy our own place and get an investment property and we were in that place a year ago, but then it turned out like it wasn't the right time for us like financially and with the housing market and like putting the money into a house, it just kind of like wasn't the move at the time. I will say that, go, sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. No, I cut you off. I'm sorry. I was just going to, like, so basically my point was that because we were in that place then, we bought a couch and a bed and all of the things thinking that when we left for it, left Atlanta, we would put that into our new place, essentially. I will say Instead, that we went to travel the world. What I was saying was it triggered me because I remember the whole reason we weren't even going to buy furniture in Atlanta, but you did the research again with renting furniture and for some reason their prices were so expensive to rent furniture that we did the math for a four month contract we'd be spending over five thousand dollars renting furniture which was unheard of i don't it wasn't that much it wasn't five thousand dollars but i close to three i i remember it being enough where we were like might as well just buy it if we buy our own stuff at least it's serving the purpose of it's ours and we wanted to buy a place and put it in there. So it kind of made sense for us at the time to like buy our own stuff. So we did. And I'm glad that we had that because on our option was we either don't take this contract and just like, this isn't going to work. I don't know what we're going to do or get a U-Haul, unload everything from our storage unit put it in the U-Haul and bring our own stuff up. And and so that's what we ended up doing, which, you know, the, the positive of it is like we have our own stuff, which we love. And honestly, we're saving money because we're not renting furniture. We have our own stuff. And the cost of the U-Haul was cheaper than what it would be to rent furniture for, you know, we're hoping like it's funny because like we we hope that we're going to extend like we've kind of put all of our eggs in one basket of like Aaron hasn't even started he doesn't know are they going to need him to extend but like we have a U-Haul we brought all of our shit we lugged it up here we hope we're staying for at least six months like we want to milk this for as long as we possibly can 
and to make as much money as we possibly can and not have to like load up a U-Haul and like take it somewhere else. Right. So, so we're saving money because we don't have to rent anything, but it, it wasn't the easiest choice or the easiest option. No, definitely not. But it was the option that worked and it saved us the most money. We were efficiently, I mean, it was a lot of steps. I mean, just like thinking about that, like the fact that like you and I loaded up the U-Haul, then had to drive somewhere else to pick up the car hauler, loaded up the car hauler, and then had an issue with the U-Haul, which thank God those guys were nice. Remember, like the seatbelt was broken and it was like attached around, like tied around the chair. I mean, it was insane. And we, we left late that night or l- late that afternoon and then drove and then literally like pulled into New York, what, three days later? At like 7 p.m. and unloaded the entire U-Haul and dropped it off that day. I mean, we were looking back on it the other day and we were just like, wow, how the hell did we do that? We just like got into like a beast mode. Like it was like we were, you know, usually from Florida to New York, it's like you have one overnight, you're there, right? Like it's not that far of a drive, but... You know, with the U-Haul towing the Jeep, like, you're, you're going slower. It's, like, a whole thing. And, like, you know, we were laughing-ish. But, you know, usually with a road trip, it's fun. You're like, oh, let's pull off and get lunch. And, like, can we go through Starbucks drive through and, like, get some snacks? And, you know, all that stuff is, like, part of the fun of a road trip. But driving this huge freaking rig, right, the U-Haul, the, the Jeep, it was, like, as big as a semi. Yeah. Like, we had to be super intentional with, like, where we pulled over. Truck stops. Yeah. Which sucked because it's, like, we couldn't just, like, pop over, like, quick story. But when... So, we were our last day, right? So, the, the crazy day that you're talking oh about where God. we unloaded the, the U-Haul and, like, moved in, right? Like, because it, it took us three days to get here uh-huh. instead of two. And... We were so hungry. We're like, okay, we just want to get there so we can get moved in and like, whatever. We're ready to get there. And so today lunch, we're going somewhere in, out, easy peasy. Let's do a subway or something like that that's like super close. But again, we have to make sure that the parking is okay (laughs) for like where we're going, Right. right? We can't just zip into any subway. So I'm like trying to like find places looking on google maps okay this loves has a subway or whatever so i find one we get there and they're like no all of that closed like years ago like the subway and all that so we're like okay then they're like you can go to the cracker barrel they have parking down the street so we pulled in there and it was a two-hour wait of course it's sunday the church crowd at a cracker barrel two-hour wait we're like uh no yeah, like, I, no. So now, and if anybody knows Kim, they know how hangry she gets. Yeah. Um, we were both, I even got to the point, which I don't usually get to, to where, like, I was, like, tingling. Like, I was so hungry, and my mind said that you were eating Subway, like, half hour ago. Yeah. And now I'm not. Oh, dude, I was even getting to the point where it was just, you like. You weren't getting to the point. I was there. You were fucking there. Like, yeah. you were so hungry, like. Like, you went to go put our name on the list, and, like, I was, like, locking up the U-Haul. Oh, I took Mimi out, and, like, all that. Locked up the U-Haul, and I'm, like, yay, at least we get to go eat, like, whatever. And I'm, like, wa- about to walk in, and then uh, Aaron comes flying out with, like, 
literally like death coming from your eye. It was just like, let's go. Like <laughs> this place is ridiculous. And I'm like, oh my God. So then we're like, okay, well, where the he- where are we going to go? And anyways, New Jersey has like these pull off travel centers, right? Where, yeah, they have like coffee and, and cafeteria stuff, whatever. So we were like, all right, screw it. Like, let's just go here. It'll be quick in and out. Because now we wait. We said the whole purpose was to be in and out quick. Now we're just burning time. We're burning daylight. Like, we just want to get to our new apart, our new condo. We pull into the uh, stop or whatever, and they had a Burger King, a Popeyes. Panda Express, and a Popeye's. Yeah. And I'm like, are you joking? Like, I don't like fast food, and I just don't eat that way. I just don't. Like, at least Subway, you could try to order something, or like a, a Jersey Mike's. Like, I get a veggie sandwich, whatever. It gets the job done. I don't like fast food. I never have. It's just not my thing. Well, it's also not the thing you want to eat and then sit in the car for another four hours. Like, you have no energy. You feel, like, heavy. Like, it's just not what we do. It's freaking garbage. Yeah. So, I, well, I thought you were, like, excited because, like, you, you I mean, like, used to live on fast food. I grew food, so up on like fast your... food. It was my thing. Now that I've been with Kim for 14 years, <laughs> it's, like, the last time we've been to Burger King was, like, some random time in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. When That's they, right. Yeah, when they had yeah. an Impossible Whopper and we needed to eat fast. Yeah, I broke you. Oh, they had internet. That's why we went there. Yep. Wi-Fi. But anyway, so we're like, fuck it, like... We're not leaving at this point. So, like, let's just get Burger King. I can get an Impossible Whopper because, like, it's plant-based. That's fine. Whatever. Um, and literally ended up being there. I'm not, like, what, an hour and a half? Hour and the a half. The wait was insane. I've never, like, I think a bus had pulled in or something. Yep. And it was so crazy. So, our quick lunch turned into literally us sitting and eating disgusting Whoppers. Which we could have had Cracker Barrel and it would have taken the same amount of time. We were both just like, are you, and then we're sick as dogs. Like, it was just, oh my God, it was just like. It it was, but, I mean, we were like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? By the way, I do want to add, I thought you said yesterday that you're not cussing anymore. Oh yeah, when I said holy moly. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but then you were like, I said it in the kitchen or I said, oh, shuckies or something. And like... Shuckies? Like, you never said shuckies before. <laughs> I said like something like that. All shucks. And then you were like, okay, that was weird. Like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I don't curse anymore. And you were like, when did you come up with that? And I said, I just did. And that... I didn't stick to it. Though, <laughs> clearly. Okay. <laughs> um, it was just an idea that didn't last. Okay. But anyway, so that's that. We finally got here. Yeah, we like unloaded everything and in a night. Yep. Dropped everything off. And now we're here and we're settled. Oh, that was what I was going to say. I was going to say two things. One, that I think could be helpful. One, I I get that we're a travel couple. Like, yeah. I'm so freaking like grateful for that, to have you, right? Me, myself, as a solo traveler... I would never have rented a U-Haul and towed my car. Um, and you and I moved all the furniture. Like, we have a massive couch. It's like a mile long, okay? Yeah. Like, it's huge. We have a king-size bed. And we moved all of this stuff to- together, just you and I. Like, we had no movers, no help. We did all of it. I would never have been able to do that on my own. Like, it, it was ridiculous. Like, 
So, great, you did all majority of the heavy lifting, even though, like, I helped, but, you know, like, thank God you were there. I wouldn't have been able to do that on my own. So, I recognize that, you know, renting a U-Haul and going somewhere isn't an option for everybody. I wouldn't have done it solo. I just wouldn't. Maybe you would have. You probably could have or would have. But I wouldn't have been able to move in. Yeah, you would have had to get help, for sure. So... It's those times that I'm like, wow, like I'm so glad we're a travel couple because we were able to like figure it out together and then we were able to execute on it together. And yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do this alone. So like I recognize that if I was solo, like I said, I probably would have just showed up, got an air mattress and a beanbag chair and a car table and called it a day until I could have rented furniture or something. Well, That's and, what I would have And done. there was also a lot more options uh, as renting a room here in Poughkeepsie. Right. That was good well priced right yeah that's true and i think being a solo traveler you do have more housing options if you are interested in renting a room having a roommate that kind of a thing where we're just not uh obviously we we want our own space but even as a solo traveler i would never want to rent a room i like my own space i want my I, i want my own space i never i don't like roommates no i just don't it's not my thing um, but if, but a lot of people are, and that's fine. The other thing I was going to say is that, you know, housing everywhere has just gotten so freaking expensive because like, you know, you talk to travelers all over the U S and they're like, yeah, like the market's crazy here and it's crazy there. And like where it used to be, we could find like a place for like a thousand bucks or something is like, you're lucky if you can find a place for like 2,500. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's just everywhere. It's gotten so expensive now to be mm-hmm. a traveler because of housing. It's so much. And moving into this place, we had to put down a big deposit because of Mimi and because she wanted first month's rent. So, like, this place was, I think, 1600 or 1700 a month if you were going to do a year lease. But because she worked with us to do a three-month lease with a possible to extend, which was awesome, for the first three months... We have to pay twenty five hundred. Again, we were like, whatever. Thank you for letting. And that seems to be standard for like everywhere. Like you know, twenty two thousand twenty five hundred. And then if we stay longer, it will go down to twenty one hundred. But we had to put down a twenty five hundred dollar deposit as well. So we're like, well, I'm glad I have. We have the money because we kind of look at it as like a savings account. Like we'll get the money back. But that's expensive. $5,000, like, just to move into a place, it's like, wow, it's just, traveling's gotten expensive when it comes to housing, and... It I, has, but also weighing out, again, we always say this, you can't look at those immediate things, like, this is a very high-paying contract, in general, even with one of us working. With both of us working, it's insane. So... $5,000 out the gate, 2500 of that is going to come back to us at the end, if not a, you know, a little less. Yeah. But like the amount of money we're going to make here, that's like a drop in the bucket. No, 100%. And that's what we've always said is, you know, finding your own housing, you're putting money on the front end, right? But like we know the money we're going to make. We know that money's going to come back. We know we're going to get ourselves back into a flow. So like, but it's just the initial getting started was a lot where especially just because rents everywhere have gone up so much that it's just like geez man right 
Like, what the hell? Yeah, totally. So that was, but we know we're going to make money. And again, that's why we both want to work because we just want to save a ton of money. That's our goal for being here. That's why we're in Poughkeepsie. Totally. That's it, man. Nothing left to say. Nope. Well, it's good to be back on the mic. I will say that. Good to be back on the mic. And I'm excited about the direction that we want to take this podcast that we had, you know, that time in Bali and traveling to really like come up with some ideas and I'm super stoked about the direction Yeah, just that like incorporating, you know, other people from our community and, and hearing their travel stories of how they got into travel, why they got into travel, like all this different stuff. What has like, travel created for them? Yeah, like it's it's gonna be really cool like exciting we gotta put the time in to make this happen Mm -hmm. uh i think after the dust settles a little bit we'll be able to like refocus and and really come up with a game plan but yeah i'm excited it feels good to be back in the u.s it feels good to be settled in our own place with our own stuff our grocery store like just all our gym our gym we found a new gym that's like awesome it's like circuit training and just exploring this new area, getting to work, making money, just like, it feels, it's funny because, you know, we obviously love travel, always will, it's always a part of everything that we do, but we were, we were driving here and we passed like Newark Airport, and that's where we fly out a lot of internationally because we fly United and whatever, it's just an airport we're usually flying out of, which we love. And it has our favorite lounge. The United Club. Yeah. Um, but we were like driving by and a plane was like taking off and I, it was like the first time that we were both just kind of like, I'm so happy I'm not on that plane. Yeah, totally. I mean, even when we flew in and got really excited about staying in that hotel overlooking the San Francisco airport, we were literally watching all those planes come in and we're being like, oh God, like the ones taking off were like, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not sitting there right now. Although it's still nostalgic. It's still amazing to watch. Yeah, of course. Because they're but, feeling how we felt when we left. Right? Yeah. And like, they're not feeling like we do now. Right. Exactly. Like, it, it's just funny because we've never really said that before. And right. after these four months, it's been this, like, amazing adventure. And it just feels really good to be home and to be getting back into, like, this routine and, like, getting back to work and making money and all the things that we have planned and we want to do and, like... It just feels good. Like, I'm really happy to be home. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, it was funny because it's like once we got back home, I feel like it all hit us because we realized, like, wait, we were in Peru on this last trip. We were in Dominican on this last trip. And, like, I looked at Kevin. I was like, do you realize, like, did we ever talk about it that we took seven different planes to get from freaking Cusco, Peru to Bangkok? Like, seven planes. I was like, some people haven't been on seven planes in their lifetime. We took it for one trip. Like... Just the amount of things that happened during these four months, like exactly. losing your luggage to like everything, to being here now in Poughkeepsie, about to start a contract, it's insane. That is insane. But so fun. So fun. And I have my luggage. And you have your luggage. Which is amazing. All your clothes. In a closet. Hanging up. Ugh. It's those little things, you know? And then yeah. I know in a couple of months we'll probably be like... I'm ready to go. I'm gonna go somewhere. Like, you yeah, know? I'll, I'll be like, where's Kim? And you'll just be in the United Lounge in Newark Airport. Oh my God. Like you took the train down there. Yes. Just living my best life. Yeah. We are close. We are. Anyway, All right, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, stop. Stop copying me. I, I was not well, even meaning you to. You are freaking me out. All right, do you want to end the podcast? Yeah. Go ahead.
Thank you for <laughs> listening. Oh my gosh. How do you want to end it? Map your own path and oh. always stay trapped us. We will see you next week.